go. What's up, kids? It's 2019. Ringing it in Chad and Cheese style with our first demo of the year. Welcome, Max Arm Brewster. Woo! I said that right or not? Uh, from top, push it, push it real, real good. good. Uh, Max, welcome to the. Uh, I don't know what are we calling this, Chad? The demo apocalypse or that sounds awesome. I love demo. It. Po- welcome to the demo apocalypse <laughs> of 2019. Max, welcome to the show. Uh, say hi to everybody and introduce yourself. Thank you, Joel. Happy New Year. Max Armbruster, founder and CEO of TalkPush. And um, I am bringing the demo apocalypse. What did you say? Uh, demo? The, the demo apocalypse. <laughs> demo apocalypse on the demo ATS. With, I don't know. With our new product. Uh, so uh, this is the first time we're, we're showing our new CRM, which we recently re-released uh, to be more real-time and mobile-friendly. Um, and allows the recruiters to continue the conversation on the go, uh, the conversations that were started uh, on the on the chatbots. So you know, people know us as the um, as the chatbot company, but today we're going to show you what happens to the back end with a CRM. Cool. So I'm going to stop you for a second. You are the chatbot company, but you are the global chatbot company. Uh, we here in America are sort of short-sighted. Talk briefly about your reach and how many countries that you are currently active. Uh, yeah, we we started out in Asia, and um, in many ways, Asia is ahead of uh, of other markets when it comes to adopting messaging technology. You know, uh, WhatsApp, WeChat, these apps have uh, have really you know that's where people talk basically, and it's been like that for ten years in Asia. Um, and uh, we we operate currently in 12 different countries. So from from Asia, we continued our expansion uh, all over the world. Obviously, we work as well in the U.S. and uh, across Latin America, uh, some countries in Africa as well. Uh, and um, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a different uh, growth model for us. It's been very international. And in our company, we have I think we have 45 employees and 12 nationalities as well. So it's. Um, we're, we're, we're nationless. Sweet. So, so today, I mean, you're actually going to show us, wait, where'd Max go? Did you scare him off? Oh, there he is. Um, you're going to show us not just the the chatbot technology, but you're going to show us chatbots integrated into a CRM. That's right. That's That's right. Um, show me, there's all this, there's all these chatbot solutions that are, um, you know, kind of, um, like a black box, like you don't necessarily know what goes, uh, what happens in there. Mm-hmm. Whereas we, you know, we think that a recruiter, if if the conversation was fronted by a, a bot or by an AI, mm-hmm. the recruiter would at some point have to take over. It's uh, you could look at it as like some of it is assisted and some of it is an unassisted. But the part that is assisted by a human, well, you want to know what's happening behind the scene. You want to know what happened beforehand. So that CRN gives you that gives you all that context and history, and lets you decide at which point that handover happens. So that you know, um, you you decide whether you want to do the selection yourself or whether you want the the AI to do the selection. You decide at which point the candidate moves to a different stage in the recruitment process. Gotcha. I'm excited. Show me this stuff. Okay, I get. Uh, I'll start sharing my screen. Yep. Yeah. Um, great. So this is the. Can you see it all right? Yep. Yep. All right. Can you still see my face or all screen? Yep. Okay. 
Um, not that my face has anything to do with it, but here we go. So, <laughs> um, so the, in this in this interface, you can see this is where the recruiters would work uh, when they log into Talkbush. They would they would see all of their uh, so here we're in all campaigns, but I could go in a in a specific campaign. Uh -huh. So let's say um, um, I'll, I'll go down to this candidate. This is a candidate who applied for a conversational designer role. So now I'm within one campaign. Okay. Um, and and here uh, you can see there's um in the middle panel there's all the chat history that happened between the candidate and the company. And so I see and, icons of a robot and some that aren't. Is that the difference between automated responses and actual human responses? Exactly. Exactly. So if I if I start writing to this candidate, uh, hi. Uh, you know, candidate name, blah, blah, you know, I would love to uh, schedule an interview. If I, if I uh, start writing directly with my myself, whoops, um, and I click send, uh, that, that message will be recorded in the system as coming from me. Uh, so from that moment on, from the moment there's a human inter intervention, the robot knows it. It's taking a backseat. That it's now in the hands of the recruiter, and to stop uh, to stop continuing the convers the automated conversation. Gotcha. And more importantly, um, Jennifer in this example knows it's from a human being versus a robot. No, actually, she she sees uh, the messages coming from Talkbush. So in this case, that we're using our own uh, company account. So mm -hmm. this is um, this is my my own personal account and. Uh, this is more for internal. We know we know it's coming from Max, uh, so that within a recruitment team, if you have three or four recruiters working on the same requisition, then they can they can see who's who's done what. Well, and and also from a recording standpoint, uh, to be able to, to to go back and say, hey, this is these are these are the conversations via the robot versus recruiter X, Y, and Z, and you can see the difference between the types of responses. Yeah, and, and uh, we may in the future uh, do a little bit more communication around this. You know, this message came from this person uh -huh. uh, because. Uh, well, I'll, I'll stop sharing my screen for a second uh, to show you what I have here, which is an, another new feature we've we released this year, which is the the mobile app for recruiters. So. Um, here I have Jennifer, for example. So just the lady we were talking to mm -hmm. uh, on my mobile app, and and from here, uh, so I have I have the chat that I just wrote here. It's on my mobile app, so I can continue the conversation here on my phone. Um, and and um, so we're, this is the last mile, right? People are recruiters are always on the go, moving from one room to another, interviewing people. So we want to make sure that we have the ability to take that CRM into the interview room following uh, the recruiters if they're on the go, if uh -huh. they're working remotely and so on. And and now the ability to write to Jennifer um, and to send her a personal note uh, uh -huh. or a video of myself or anything like that that's a real personal touch, that's that's not something the machines are going to take over in 2019 or in 2020 or in 2021. So we, we're focusing our, our product on giving those recruiters the ability to give that, that personal touch. Mm -hmm. um, and so it may become uh, a real differentiator, I think, for, for companies 
who, um, who are indeed uh, tracking the messages coming from humans versus robots. But right now we haven't gone to that to that level of sophistication. Okay, so on the mobile app, are they do they have the access to the CRM data much like they do on desktop? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you, you'd you'd see, how, how you'd see everything. Uh, so here, if I go inside Jennifer's profile, um, I could I could go gotcha. down and read all of her answers and write interview notes and all that. And here I have the audio file because. Our CRM allows in Spanish. I'm also an editor. So you can and hear Jennifer's an answer. I'm very good at finding mistakes. I'm very good at finding gaps. And um, and I can also read the transcript. So her, oh, cool. her answer was done in, in voice, uh -huh. uh, but I was able to to get the transcript automatically. So if I'm on, if I'm listening to you know if I'm reviewing Jennifer's profile and right. I'm in a loud room or in a meeting room, I don't want the noise to come out. I can you know I can read the the text transcript. You're at the discotheque. Um, also becomes very useful uh, if if you want to do automated um, screening and automated filtering. Okay, so you've got transcription already built into the CRM, the messaging platform slash CRM. That's awesome. How Absolutely. old are the apps? Are those new or have they been around a while? Uh, the mobile app. Yeah, the native app. We just re we, we just released it uh, this this week. Woohoo! New stuff. Right. Android, Android, and iOS, right? That's right. That's right. Congratulations. Yeah, very Thank nice. Uh, only uh, only a few months behind schedule, but you know we've got perfectionists <laughs> on the team. That's awesome. That's awesome. What else? What else you got us got to uh, show us in there? This is, I mean, this is new overall. I mean, just the CRM itself. And and, and I'm gonna ask a, yes. a, a I'm gonna ask a a deep question here. So everybody's talking about killing the ATS. Everybody. We want to kill yeah. our ATS. We want to be able to go something new. But the thing is, everybody talks about it, but they don't know what something new is. Every time we ask, it's like, what is something new? What's it going to be? You always get the, well, I don't know. Is this it? Uh, well, sometimes uh, keep things simple. Like, what's the email killer? The email killer was messaging. Uh, was messaging. Um, what's going to be the ATS killer? Maybe it's the same thing. Um, I mean... The, the the fact that we we market ourselves as the conversational recruitment CRM uh -huh. conversational is a, is a long word uh, but it, it tries to encapsulate uh, everything you know the chats uh, but also the fact that you can talk to candidates there, there are not that many CRMs for example that allow you to do this here I have I have this candidate who has this chat history with me and I can start a phone call with him directly from the interface and and that phone call will be recorded um, and and will be logged in and transcribed so, and transcribed yes damn uh, and, and switchable it seems like a, a feature that should have existed a long time ago in an ATS yeah and if you want to have that today you probably have to you know buy uh, one of those um, CRMs and then have a separate system from Avaya or something mm -hmm. like that to to do all that in one place um, I think that the the sales and marketing functions have moved in that direction much faster. If you look at uh, companies like like Chorus.ai, for example, they they do all the transcription and give live feedback to the sales team on how you know did you did you have the right tone? Did you ask the right questions? Right. Um, we should have that kind of assisted AI for recruiters as well at some point. 
To me, uh, to get deeper than Chad, on the, he got pretty deep on that one. Um, <laughs> Not so much. It yet. feels a lot like maybe it's mobile that is the biggest challenge to the ATS because for years, ATS uh, ATSs have tried to figure out how to apply to jobs via mobile, mm-hmm. and it just it they still haven't got it and haven't gotten it. But to me, the magic of messaging is people are applying to jobs even though they think it's a conversation. And to me, it's on a deeper level, it's mobile and it's solutions like yours that are sort of natively mobile that are a bigger threat to the ATS than just saying it's talk push or something like a competitor, that it's really the mobile, the mobile wave and trend, particularly global, which you can talk about. That's really the challenge for the ATS. Um, Agreed. Agreed. Can I add to that um, a, a little bit on the, on the sourcing side? Um, the fact that um, most of those ATSs are, um, are are built as as you know system of records and and mm-hmm. they they may not have the, um, the the ability to handle very large traffic. So uh, as as you may know, we 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 market ourselves as the the high volume recruitment specialist. So now I'm showing you the sourcing tab with different integration points for uh, for your traffic so you have traffic coming in from facebook messenger mm-hmm. uh from landing pages you can capture from different job boards uh from sms uh lead ads and then you've got once once you've sourced the traffic from these different sources um, then you can also filter the candidate based on different criteria uh so uh, you know does does uh, when you ask the question like tell me about your past sales experience and you're looking for particular keywords, mm-hmm. does the answer contain those? Uh, and and then I've got a, an upgraded version of that smart filter, which I can show you here, which shows you what happens. To, now, wait a minute. This hasn't been launched yet. We're seeing stuff no, that has. You're, you're seeing stuff uh, that's uh, <laughs> in the pipeline. <laughs> um, in the pipeline for, for this month, though. So what happens to the candidates uh, when, when they're shortlisted and when they're rejected? Mm-hmm. Which folders do you move them to? And, um, and, and, and the thing that, that is different from the ATS here is not just the mobile part, it's the fact that this is built with NLP. So every time I'm showing you a, a filtering system or a question, uh, we're going to look inside the, 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 the questions answer and we're going to look for the keywords that are important to us. Uh, so if I create a, here I'm in the, in the section that, uh, where you, you create your questionnaire. Um, and if I want to add a question and say, you know, are you okay? Um, I could uh, I could choose different um, different text input. So I could choose I want answers to come in in voice or text or a picture or video, whatever. Uh-huh. And and then I can map this data point uh, with with uh, various uh, uh, you know, d- different fields, and we're constantly adding to these fields. So you can ask an open-ended question about uh, people's uh, experience, past experience, or certain keywords, and then map it against uh, those keywords so that the data isn't just piled in um, without without structure. So this is the, the 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 future of structuring the data, which helps you to handle much larger volumes. In our case, our uh, our, our clients use a lot of social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram to source, and you know they're not necessarily active job seekers. Right. Uh, and we, we may end up with conversion rates, which on on the face of it looks quite small. Like you'd have um, you'd have conversion rates where you'd have a thousand leads and thirty hires, so like thirty three percent uh, hire rates. 
and but that, but that would be that would be quite a high performance campaign for a lot of our, our clients. They would still have a marketing cost for hire, which would be you know 50, 60 percent lower than they would get on a job board because they you know that that the, the cost per lead is much lower. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, so, quick question on the high volume side. You guys, I mean, you've kicked ass on the high volume side. Since high volume is so hard, because again, everything's coming in, you have to manage it. It's all about process to be able to make sure that you can be more efficient. Does that make it easier for you to step up into the enterprise ranks away from high volume? So you can do high volume, but you can also do some of those hard to fill positions too. Um, the I, I don't know if I shared with with you uh, our customer base. Uh, they're they're all pretty established names. I have uh-huh. uh, I have them on our website, so you can see Accenture, Deco, you know, big mm-hmm. guys, companies that Walmart. Um, so does Walmart use you for more than just high volume? They use us for high volume. Uh, okay. We're we're focused on the high volume space today. Okay, cool. Um, I think that when when we present our solution to to these companies, they uh, they're worried that people our age. I'm including myself in your age group. Um, are, <laughs> That's so sweet of are, you, Max. That's so sweet of you. <laughs> Asshole. <I> think, <laughs> um, I think that uh, they're they're always worried that the candidate will not want to uh, play, you know, respond on uh, on text or SMS or messaging that they would find it intrusive. Really, uh, really. Hmm. Whereas for like twenty and thirty year olds, they're they're like, yeah, that's fine. Have they um, not read the research? Have they not read the data? I mean, come on. I I I don't know. I mean, I, I think to for me, I'm happy to, to stay focused. We're we're happy to stay focused on the high volume space because the numbers that we we track is like you know thousands of hires, thousands mm-hmm. of applicants every day, and uh, millions of applicants every year. Uh, so that's what gets my teams uh, pumped: is how do we handle really large volumes yeah. with uh, you know with our technology, yeah. and how do we impact big numbers that way? We don't have a huge number of customers, but we. We, you know, we we spend a lot of time thinking about um, how to how to take care of their candidates. And what I wanted to show you right here was some stats that we produce sometime for uh, for our customers. Yeah, well, I, I yeah, I'll show it to you later. But it's it's stats like um, that's a big deal. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, I have too many slides. Here, but that's it's, what she said. It, it's um, the. She said you have too many slides. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big deck. Yeah. <laughs> no, she said uh, you had too many slides. It was Joel, a big deck. Joel and Cheeseman. Um, so the the stats, <laughs> you're making me blush, Joel. Um, the stats, <laughs> the stats uh, that we're tracking for each one of our customers are um, the response time to candidates. So how many candidates are left with an applicant's uh, application that went through uh, but didn't move to the next step. Mm-hmm. So this is, right now we're at like 4%, for example. Uh, sentiment analysis, uh, how, how often people say thank you, how, how often people say F you uh, to the bots, <laughs> and, and with a scoring system around that. Bot is given a different personality to match the personality of our of our customer. So, for example, um, if you look at, at this guy, Stan, 
this is our this is our standard uh, personality. Uh, and this guy, um, see, look, is, Joel, uh, it, it's a it's a male. He's got a male bot. We yes, Stan, not Olivia, not. I thought Svetlana. This, this is his bot or the candidate? No, this is the bot. The, okay. This is the bot. And this is the bot. So when, when we start a conversation with a customer, we ask them, tell us, you know, what does your ideal recruiter sound like? What's he like? What does he sound like? And then we, we can help build um, a style of conversation that that fits the personality of the employer brand. Hey, Max, I have a question about um, onboarding. I think one of the challenges for people to use chatbots is, you know, it's not necessarily a turnkey thing and all the questions are, you know, auto-populated. Um, when someone becomes a customer, uh, how much human interaction is there? How much sort of do-it-yourself uh, process is there in your product? Well, human interaction with us does a lot at the beginning, uh, okay. simply because we um, we want to make sure that the the experience is fully customized to to your channel and to your locale. So every you know, every channel, if you speak to candidates coming in from Facebook or from WhatsApp or from SMS or from your career website, uh, there'll be a slightly different type of interaction. Mm -hmm. And so we, we have conversational designers that will adapt uh, the style of communication for each channel. Conversational designers. I like that. That's pretty cool, right? I want to be that when I grow up. <laughs> Dude, you don't uh, talk yeah. to anybody. What are you kidding me? It's, Joel's, it's Joel's hot, conversation would be hot. like two words. Yeah, no. It'll just be one, actually. <laughs> it's not our, good our head of conversational design, uh, she she joined us. She was she was a designer, and when she added uh, the chatbot and the conversational bit to her job title, she said her uh, the traffic on her LinkedIn profile tripled. She's she's getting a lot more job offers now. So, um, you know, <laughs> beware. Lesson <laughs> for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Hey, Joel, have you heard of a conversational designer before? Me no, either. No, but I, I think it's trending. I, as I, it is, and I think it it's is. pretty. I think it's pretty awesome. So, what from from your clients? They're seeing these. The, they're seeing these new features. What are getting? What is getting them the most excited? Um, they, um, they're. I mean, everybody's really excited right now about uh, WhatsApp because. That's how people communicate outside the U.S. and Japan and China, uh -huh. uh, and in those markets, Japan is Line and and China is WeChat, and I, in the U.S. is still iMessage is the leader. But but everywhere else in the world, WhatsApp is um, is how people talk, and and we've uh, we've launched this for a number of customers over the last few months. So so that's exciting. And then people are really exploring uh, the way to use this interface to do mass communication. So as you can see on my screen here, I'm selecting manually selecting a few candidates. Now, is this all with the same kind of messaging system, like just WhatsApp, or is it WhatsApp, SMS? Does it, does it actually just pick what their yeah. default is? Uh, yeah, good question. I, I kind of skipped over that earlier. Here, I can decide which channel to communicate to the candidate from. So as far as I know, we're the only uh, CRM platform which allows you to communicate across all of these channels, WhatsApp, Facebook, SMS, email, uh, and we can add some more. And by default, it will talk to the candidates on the last channel that they spoke to you from. So it's a really big uh, selling point. 
for those who don't know, uh, Talk Push was a deathmatch participant back in uh, September. So if you haven't heard that podcast, I encourage you to do so. But one of the things that really stood out to all of us was Talk Push's sort of seamless conversation platform. No matter how you, uh, a candidate wanted to talk to you, Talk Push could accommodate that, which we all thought was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, whereas, I mean, it's part of our position against the ATS is the ATS is asking the candidates to do things they don't want to do and to communicate in ways they're not used to communicating. Um, you know, if you're talking about, especially for people who are entering the job market, who uh, who wants to go back to their desktop and send an email with a cover letter and a CV? It's just not the way people talk. So if you can meet the candidates where they live, yeah. Uh, you you get an you get an edge on the competition. So companies like like you know the big logos I shared with you, you know the WalMarts and Accentures, they can see that um, you know it's more it's more customer centric to just tell the candidates, yeah, let's continue the conversation where we started it. You heard about us on Facebook, let's continue on Facebook. Or you you're talking to your friends on WhatsApp, that's where we should continue the conversation. Well, we know at least here in the U.S., HR is very very slow to move on anything, whether it makes sense or not. Uh, so when you're talking to HR now, um, are, are you are you starting to get kind of like the twinkle in their eye? Are they getting it? Or are they looking at you like the deer in the headlights and scared shitless? Well, the thing that's a bit frustrating is, is that um, you'll always get early adopters, uh, uh -huh. but the first two years of chatbots and AI, People were just buying the keywords, uh, a lot of them, and didn't understand how transformational it is and the fact that there's a change management aspect to it. Mm -hmm. Because um, you need to, when you're dealing with really large volumes like this and, um, and and you have an interface like us, which makes a big effort at staying human and giving a human experience to the candidate, right. you cannot just switch off everything you've been doing before. Uh, you can't just say, uh, I'll, I'll switch on the bots and like I'll, I'll terminate uh, my sourcing departments. The sourcing right. department needs to monitor everything that's going on mm -hmm. and we need to train them. And so unless you've got, uh, you know, uh, you, you can only take two or three big initiatives, right? If you're a talent acquisition department. So mm -hmm. if you want to take an initiative of we're going to embrace conversational interfaces uh, for a high volume recruitment, you have to make sure that you, know, you, you, em you embark in a bit of change management and you, you, you set aside a few weeks where you're going to work through uh, the kinks. So that's that's been the, the, the one complaint, I suppose. What else do you want to show us, Max? Yeah. Um, uh, so here I, I, I'm showing you how I can um, communicate to multiple people at once, uh, which uh, here I've only selected four, but I could select a thousand. Um, I could select everybody in this folder and and, and do group actions. I could move them to a, a new campaign. So, so this would allow me to use uh, TalkPush to do more than just taking in applications, but also uh, to reach out to all databases. Uh, you, you're, you guys on your podcast always preach how about how employers are weak at um, you know leveraging their existing databases. Yes, uh, we, you know, the, the the simple way to engage an old database would be. Hello, Chad. Uh, we haven't spoken in six months. Um, are you still working at IBM? Um, we'd love to, you know, talk to you uh, if you're open for a discussion. Let so you can know. import their old database so that they can start these conversations. Yeah, 
yeah so we we can we can do that and we can match all of that data uh with with the right data fields so that you can start an, a natural conversation if you send an email to a candidate saying dear so and so, you know dear 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 chad soash uh here's the list of our latest jobs and, and it goes to an email i mean you know you're you're not going to get read unsubscribe yeah y yeah uh, which is kind of like the recruitment marketing function of Oracle, SAP, and all those guys. That's it. I mean, it's just a bunch of email uh, going out. So, um, so that's that's probably the biggest opportunity. Um, even though it, it requires, uh, you know, I'm, it does require that somebody uh, spends a couple of hours working on it, making sure that they're not spamming people uh, yeah. because that would be counterproductive. How do you integrate with teams versus the individual uh, source or recruiter? Like, uh, does each recruiter have their own account? Is it like a team can in, uh, collaborate together? Talk about that part of the, the product. Yeah, sure. Um, so we'll, we'll go back to the screen so I can show that to you. So I've got my permission settings uh, here in this campaign. Christina is our, uh, so we're in the conversational designer campaign and Christina's the head. So she, she gets, she gets all the candidates. So what we do is we do a one-to-one -one matching, one candidate, one recruiter, so that uh, when you come in at the beginning of the day, if you're a recruiter and um, you, you know exactly who are the people you're supposed to talk to, because you have this thing called my leads, which if I click on all the candidates that are assigned to me, so in this case, there's nobody in, in my inbox, but in the past, I had a lot of candidates that were assigned to me, so I can- You've been working hard, Max, we know. Well, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've outsourced this function somewhat, <laughs> I must admit. That's, that's working, uh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, but but here we've got, um, we've got, um, I've got all my leads, and I can see them by folder and, and search through them, uh, and how those leads get assigned is through the system, and then here I can assign who, who's, who has access to this campaign, and uh, I can drag and drop uh, other people in there uh, if need be. Um, then, um, you know, other settings that are important would be the ability, you know, how are you engaging candidates when they first apply, the initial message that they receive, mm -hmm. the message that they receive when they finish the first interview, or the first screen, uh, when they're shortlisted, rejected. So it, it's all about saving time. It, we, we don't want to be fully automated, and that's many, many of our clients uh, still want to listen to each candidate one by one. Uh, you know, in spite of uh, all the talk about automating everything, a lot of a lot of uh, great candidates in in today's day and age with the smart filters, they get automatically screened. They get eliminated because they didn't have five years of of relevant experience or they didn't have this keyword on their resume. And it's a bit of a shame, particularly for jobs that are customer interfacing when you're looking for, Jobs and, and sales and customer service, mm -hmm. um, you you get a lot more you get a lot more from listening to somebody for a couple of minutes talking about how they would handle a situation than you would in um, in you know in in a traditional application form. So with our system, you a lot of a lot of clients want to take the time to spend a couple of minutes with each candidate. You know, press play, listen to the candidate. So. Uh, um, and then when they when they decide okay this candidate is good or not they can just quickly click on reject or or shortlist and the candidate will get a notification and what happens after that is the candidate can then schedule the time to uh, to talk to the, the recruiter in person well, will video chat ever happen or is that something you guys are staying away from 
sort of a uh, yeah like we are here uh yeah the the web or, i mean the you can submit already on talk push a video uh recording and and we do collect them so that already happens but video chat live that that would have to happen through WebRTC, uh, and I mean the technology kind of works, but it, it's not it's not stable enough. But I think it will happen where you'll get a little pop up at the bottom of the right hand screen. It'll start in the e-commerce space, and you'll click here to talk to someone, and then you'll have a human being you can talk to, and you'll you'll be, it'll be a much better experience than um, than otherwise. The first video call I received was from my grandmother. Um, and so I feel like if she can do it, like eventually everybody will. Um, yeah. So I think uh, I think it's only a matter of time, indeed. So in 2019, when somebody asks that question, or they actually say, you know, the ATS is going to die, and then and then you ask them, well, what's going to take its place? Now we can actually say we have someone who's in the running. Talk push is is possibly in the running. Push it yeah. real good. Thank you, thank uh, you, Chad. Uh, I would, you got to talk we have, before we you can missing, push. Sorry, sorry Joel. You got to talk before you can push. It it's really. I'm um, trying to make you blush again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember push to talk technology? It was it was push to talk. I mean the it, it's kind of like the same idea because. Um, in, in China, a lot of people use the voice uh, input. Uh -huh. they, they use WeChat, they, they record a little voice and they send it to their friends. Uh -huh. um, and it, it's very popular in China because typing in Mandarin is, is harder, uh, you know, it takes longer than typing through the alphabet. I would think think anything in Mandarin is harder than, in life than, than yeah, so yeah. Are, are kids using the animated conversation uh, the uh, bitmojis? Yeah, I don't know what those are called. Uh, my um, new iPhone has them, and I think they're ridiculous, but I assume people are using them. Um, like, I'm Facebook a unicorn talking via text. Ah, it's the stupid iPhone thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I know that there's a lot of work done on the interface with Facebook Messenger to make it a little bit more animated. One, mm -hmm. uh, what, what I will comment on this is is we've seen that the completion rates, the engagement scores on conversation goes up tremendously if you do use um, GIFs, if you use animated GIFs. Uh, for, for some of our, um, uh, of our conversation, some of the bots that we built for our, our customers, they took the initiative to, to create, um, you know, in order to get, to get the candidates to finish their application, uh -huh. they used uh, animations like the um, the the sad uh, pussy boots uh, with a that's making his sad eyes. They say, "Why didn't you finish your application?" And they got a 2.5x uh, uh, increase in completion rates just by using that image. So using animation has uh, has really worked well and uh, on Facebook Messenger. I think we have Is a new title. I'm we not have a new going near that one. We have a new title for this podcast: the sad pussy boots. <laughs> and and. And how pussy boots increase response rates two and a half times. That's right. Whatever that stat was. Duh. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's actually that's interesting. Right. Like for that's a good takeaway. It is. Animated yeah. gifs for your recruiting. If you want to uh, 
heightened on, response rates. On Facebook Messenger. Use those, use those Ron Burgundy GIFs. I use them all the time, dude. So the yeah. Bueller, Bueller one is my favorite. I favorite. have entire conversations with animated GIFs. Yeah. Yeah. Or I GIFs. don't know why they call them GIFs because GIF is peanut butter. GIF is the I think animal. it actually is GIFs, but GIFs, GIFs sounds more logical. It does, yeah. So, yeah, Max, anything you want to uh, impart upon pricing, the, the viewers? Where can we find out more? Yes. Give us some closing, some closure to this insane demo that we've just done. <laughs> closure. Well, of course, um, welcome to our website, talkpush.com, to, to check it out. You can also write to us um, through, through the mobile phone um, and, and get an experience directly on the bot there. Uh, you can write to our Facebook page and talk to our bot there, and that'll give you an experience. Um, you know, you can you can at least see things from the candidate side. Mm -hmm. If uh, how would we handle the candidates? What are the first questions we're going to ask, um, and get some comfort level around that? So that would um, be Stan. They would talk to Stan. Stan. They would talk to exactly Stan the man, and um, and we. You could also go to the job section of our websites to see how the chatbot would work in your own career website. Uh, and for all the talk that we did on, on uh, the death of the ATS, uh, we, we, uh, we work in the enterprise segment. So of course, we spent a lot of time integrating with the ATS and, and we can quickly integrate with all the requisitions you have listed in your existing ATS or at least the high volume ones so that they're listed in the right segments. And, and the big idea on conversational interfaces is you know, go from point A to point B much faster. So uh, if it's taking more than three or four clicks for your candidates to apply to a job, particularly for entry level ones, uh, where attention, you know, where you have a candidate pool with short attention span, you would stand to benefit greatly from changing your interface to conversational. And uh, we'd love to talk to you. Excellent. Well, we appreciate you taking the time, Max. Uh, it is early in the morning in Hong Kong. It is late at night, which is why we've got the beers rolling right now. Um, but we appreciate you taking the time and also unveiling some cool new shit that nobody's seen yet. Big, big up. Thanks, Max. Thanks, Max. You the man. Yes. Later. Have a great day. Have a great Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.